You're listening to the Plane Talking UK podcast, the UK-based podcast written by a passenger for anyone. And here are your hosts, Carlos Stevings, Matt Smith and Neville Bounds. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 219 of the Plane Talking UK podcast. <laughs> I'm, You're right there. <laughs> I'm not stressed at all. It's me, Carlos, here, and uh, we are actually officially in the new PTUK studio. We are indeed, and we needed and, to adjust uh, your camera before we started, but there we are. There we go. Mind. It'll do. There we go. <laughs> uh, we are actually in the new studio. For those of you guys watching on YouTube, you can see this is the new studio. You can't quite see all around I see the studio. Oh, see, we've missed a bit of black paint. We do need some black paint on the hinges on the door there. <laughs> okay, very yeah, good. Yes. But apart from that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all this is all lovely soundproofing here. You can probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yes, very good. <laughs> and joining me at uh, the opposite side of the new desk is uh, is Matt Smith? Hello, See, Matt. He says he's stressed. He's got no idea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was just I've I've been in here for two days solid. It's just been fine. But oh my goodness, it's so ple- I'm so glad we're finally in here. I know we're finally in here, and uh, I will um, at, towards the end of the show. I will get the uh, Wi-Fi camera up and running so that we can show everybody the, what the the studio looks side, like. If you, looks, yeah. if you know what I mean, looks like. But yeah. we've held these amazing guests up long enough. So I know. We so we're going to introduce yeah, our guests uh, just before they go. <laughs> so we are going to welcome back onto the show uh, the queen, the princess, the star of APG. It is Dr. Steph. Well, hey guys, glad to be here with you. I've got about nine minutes left on oh. my allotted time that I've been paid for for today's show. So, um, no, I'm just kidding, of course. Planning on being here for the duration oh. and, uh, Glad that I could be here for your inaugural uh, show. In yeah, Thursday. yeah, oh. indeed. Actually, in some respects, it's, it's as, as I say, it's, I, th- I think we're just going for the title of of latest start. I think you know. Yeah, I, I we're happy that. to hand that back over to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're the winners. It's been a proud day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and also joining us today, uh, all the way from uh, uh, from Sweden, Sweden, from Sweden, yeah. and uh, he's our he's our regional guy, regional pilot guy, and. And uh, welcome back to the show. It is Stuart O'Neill. Hello. <laughs> from Sweden. Yes, hello from Sweden. You can tell, you can tell that Stuart doesn't do a lot of podcasting, can't you? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yes. I don't know about the etiquette for this. So. Yes, uh, yes. More than one word answers, essentially, is, is that. <laughs> actually, Stuart, how, how are the, how's the, uh, obviously, how's the flying going? Yeah. Are you still uh, are you enjoying the uh, Embraer? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, uh, cruising around Europe, uh, Lots of exciting uh, trials and tribulations. Nothing too scary yet. Um, <laughs> and yeah. have have you nailed the all important uh, um, the uh, cabin, um, you know, talk speech thing? <laughs> yeah, the cabin PA announcements. Yes, uh, sometimes. But uh, recently we've had flights that are just twenty minutes long, so there's not really much time. For right. Those. Okay. You've yeah. got time to faff around, essentially. Yeah. You <laughs> know, we are going to have to no. book a flight at some point, Matt. We are uh, just to, just to be to fly with Stuart somewhere. Yeah, I, no, I've been I've been up in, in the caravan. That's the yeah, most yeah. terrifying thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it, was for, it was for me too. Yeah, <laughs> Trust well, me. Yeah, <laughs> Especially after the last jumper jumped out of the door. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we are. He knows how to land. Let's I know. Put it that way. He does know how to yeah. land that thing. That's for sure. <laughs> so it is the third of June. It is Sunday. It is just coming up towards five to four on the Sunday afternoon here in the UK, and we're going to welcome. Everyone who four, has four o'clock was the time we were going to start. Right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone who's still with us in the chat room. Yeah, uh, thanks.
thanks for you they're guys. So loyal, I, they're I'm so loyal. I'm just so pleased with it them. Is, yeah. <laughs> we had a slight issue, obviously, when before we start the show with the network mm. cable that, that runs from one end of the barn, because the, the barn is very big. It's a very mm. big barn. Yeah. It's very, very and big. We are in the completely opposite end to the barn that we, and, that we um, have been doing the show from. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> but it's all sorted now. We yes, are we are fully indeed. fully interneted up. So welcome into the chat room, everyone who's joined us. We've got uh, loads of names: Mariana, Andrew Wilson. We've got uh, Miles in the chat room. Uh, Barbara Parrish, Neil Lamorn's also in the chat room. And uh, just scrolling up, Neville Bounds is in the chat room, and we have I've heard got, of him. Uh, we heard of him. Yeah. Uh, I'm just scrolling up. Fact, actually, to be fair, Nev has been supplying uh, last-minute tech yep. support in regard to the fantastic mixer that he's very kindly donated to the studio. And on that note <laughs> of uh, Mr. Neville Bounds, uh, you can obviously tell that Nev's not with us this week. No. He is uh, in well, Vegas. In Las Vegas. I know. He's, uh, <laughs> Jeff says he's uh, still here. <laughs> yeah, he's in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, Captain Jeff has just said still here. <laughs> and, and Captain Jeff is still there as well. Well done, Captain <laughs> Jeff. But no, Nev, Nev's in Vegas. He's uh, on a works trip. <coughs> Rubbish. He's uh, not oh, betting no, at all. On. He's come uh, on. No need for that. He's gone there for a very. He's gone there for the same thing that he and I went to. What gambling? No, not gambling. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Nev no one goes to, to Vegas for gambling. No, 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 no. no, 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 no nobody can afford it. Uh, no, Nev, Nev is a saint. He wouldn't dream of doing such awful, awful things. Surely. No, not at all. Uh, all, all, on, all on black, Nev. Number twelve. Oh dear. Yeah. That's your, um, oh, your <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's his stock position. Yeah. Yes. Oh dear. Slight yeah. So worry. I hope you're I hope yeah. you're enjoying yourself, Nev. And uh, hopefully we'll get Nev across here to the uh, to the barn yes. studio at some yes. point soon yes. to join us here. Well, he's, he's got one or two studio. things in the diary for the next few weeks. So he, he, has, he will yeah. be missing for a yeah. couple of weeks, I think, won't he? While while he does something. Oh, some kind some of kind marriage anyway so we've got loads of news to get through this week and uh, we're going to trawl through that in a second we've also got a, a segment from Pip this week mm-hmm. yeah we've got a segment no we haven't no we haven't got a segment from Pip no we haven't got a segment no because it's half term oh it's half term yeah, so, so, we right. yeah, so he hasn't been flying this week he's not been flying but we have got a teaser trailer from all the best bits that we got from Brunty last weekend me and Nev as you know went to Bruntingthorpe last week for the Cold War Jets Day the taxi run jet state it's brilliant day out fantastic day really well organized first time there for us and all of us really and it was a great day the weather was fantastic me and nev both got burnt to a crisp <laughs> right um yes. stick a fork in me i'm done I, I was yeah. in, I, I was incredibly unpopular when i got back home because Gemma said why didn't you wear sunscreen i put it in your bag right okay um <laughs> oops i mean it had a good journey there it right just didn't lovely had a safe journey in, a safe in the tristar van yes yeah but uh, no we had a great we had a great day there and yeah. obviously said the teaser trailer bit will come up later on the show for you yes. all to watch to give you an idea of what we have got coming because we have we got I think it's six or seven really 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 good interviews oh wow got you and, have a, um, did have a busy time yeah and yeah. and one of those particular interviews was with someone uh, who flew the Victor tanker all the way down to the Ascension Islands oh, uh, wow. during the Black Buck uh, mission so uh, that will be coming up uh, in a Very later episode yeah, absolutely. so we are going to start the show then as we do each week with our rundown of the weekly news from around the world and the UK do we so have to I was so busy enjoying chatting I just don't to. jinx it Matt <laughs> so if you're ready Matt oh obviously yes Thank you. I haven't had a stress and I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing you're ready Steph uh, yep been ready Stu <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, let's oh, let's yeah, go. <laughs> just push <laughs> the button. Just, just press the button. <laughs> so. 
So, kicking off this week's first news story in the news studio. <coughs> Just putting your job on that one, in it? It's on the money.cnn.com website. And uh, the headline, India tried to sell its national airline, but it got no bids. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> That's very sad. <laughs> so, India has failed to find a buyer for its ailing national airline. Selling Air India was one of the government's economic priorities this year. And the failure of the auction will dampen hopes that it could privatise the state-owned companies. Bidding for the national carrier closed on Thursday without a single prospective buyer coming forward. Oh As informed by the transaction advisor, no response has been received for the expression of interest floated for the strategic divestment of Air <laughs> India. Uh, the Indian Ministry of Civil Aviation said on its official Twitter account, the government put Air India on the auction block last year and was offering bidders the chance to buy a 76% st uh, stake in the business. It wants to scale back taxpayer support for an airline that has lost money for years. The auction deadline had already been extended in the hope that a buyer would come forward and the future of the indebted carrier is now very uncertain. Air India declined to comment, referring to the matter of the ministry. Uh, aviation ministry officials did not respond to requests for comment. Despite its losses and growing competition from budget carriers such as SpiceJet and Indigo, Air India is still a major player in an aviation market that is projected to be the world's third biggest by 2026. But buyers were put off by Air India's enormous debts, a mere $7 billion in debt, the airline was. Uh, the government wanted the new owner to take on at least five billion dollars of that debt. Wow. Uh, the Centre for Asia Pacific Aviation, or CAPA, an aviation consultancy, estimated that Air India could lose another two billion in the next two years. Wow. So uh, it's safe to say then the story does go out. It's safe to say that Air India's in a, in a uh, spot of bother, I suppose, they can't find a buyer. And it's quite surprising because I know Air India has brought a few new aircraft over the last few years, including the uh, Dreamliner, which they fly uh, over here to the UK as well. But um, not an airline I've flown on. Uh, not I had the experience of flying on Air India, but um, no. it's a shame they can't find a buyer. Unless anyone's well, got a few quid. billion dollars in debt is... Um, That's quite a number, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that would make me rethink yeah. taking that on, too. It's, it's more than a, you know, a couple of cups of coffee, isn't it? Certainly. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's more than like several houses, in fact. <laughs> yes. you, know, you not got a spare five million down the back of the uh, sofa, Stu? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. seven million rupees or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, at the current exchange, that's what, a fiver? Something like that. Uh, <laughs> so moving on to yeah. the next story then, uh, Matt. It's one of your favourites. It's one of your favourites. Oh, yeah, story two, which can mean one thing and one thing only. It means now, I don't know, is this a nice story about said airline? Because obviously I haven't read the show notes, I should just stress that. Um, no, just because just I'm getting on one of their aeroplanes tomorrow, I don't want to be stopped at the gate by someone. Oh no, well you better read up. this then, because they're <laughs> changing... special security they're, screening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> An extra special security screening, yeah. Including a rubber glove. Oh, anyway, carry on. Oh dear, family show. Anyway, this is on the uh, Telegraph. Yeah, family show, Carlos, please. Family show. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, Telegraph travel website, and it says, it's obsession, so it's, it's obsession with fares seem sorry its obsession with making fares cheap uh, has ruined what made Ryanair great 
Uh, in efforts to keep uh, headline fares down, Ryanair has got caught in its own marketing web. Uh, last week, the CEO, Michael O'Leary, complained publicly that the airline is facing problems because so many of its passengers have been choosing to avoid paying an additional £5 priority boarding fee, £10 for a return fare, that they are causing handling issues. The fee is what you have had to pay Ryanair since January to be sure that you can take your hand luggage above a certain size with you in the cabin. Those who don't pay the priority fee have uh, larger bags taken off them at the gate and put in the hold. There is no extra charge for this, although obviously you may uh, you may get held up waiting for them at the carousel on arrival. According to O'Leary, up to 120 cabin bags have now are now having to be put in the hold on busy flights. You might think that uh, the obvious solution to this problem would be to reduce the fee. Then more people would surely seem more prepared to pay up for the sake of greater convenience of keeping their hand luggage with them. But Despite the problem highlighted by O'Leary this week, it emerged that the airline has recently increased many of its priority boarding fees. No announcement was made, but when we did a spot check on several routes, the fee being charged had risen from £10 to £12 on a return fare. Other extras are also prone to higher rates on routes. This week we found plenty of examples of fees, uh, of fees applying to some flights that are much higher than the fees quoted on the website. Seat selection at £10 rather than the £4 minimum extra legroom seats from £20 rather than £15 and checked in baggage at £35 each way up from the lowest charge of £25 quoted on the fees pays. Now to be fair they quite often they have done that quite a lot before because it, it probably says on that page when you look at it you know hand luggage or back you know hold luggage from only Twenty-five pounds. So there, there must be a. So it depends a bit on the routes, but uh, mm. yeah, it, it seems odd to be complaining about um, uh, the fact that people are avoiding your fees. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, <laughs> they charge you for a check bag in the hold, but then also there's a charge for priority boarding to make sure that your bag, your hand luggage, stays with you. Uh, in yeah, the but it, they. Re- I think. No. That- Go on, Stuart. No. It, you um you would pay to check in your bags, but right. then they had too many people carrying their bags on. Right. Yeah. So uh, they decided to change it round and take everyone's bags off them, and then charge right. them to carry them on. That yeah. way they could unload and offload um passengers quicker. Gotcha. Yeah, because I mean most okay. airlines kind of have had that problem recently with all the check bag fees. Everyone just brings bags that they can bring on, and it takes yeah. forever to load bags to sort of get load bags and stuff. yeah absolutely yeah. this is what michael o'leary is complaining about because before he didn't have to pay those fees and now he's got as it just said it's 120 bags of flight now so yeah. he's now paying 120 bags for uh, ground handlers yes of course that he didn't yeah. do previously so yeah. now he's probably quite upset yes yeah. okay he's losing money yes indeed but you i mean to, uh, my question was to be clear you can still actually pay just to check your bag yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Although, okay. although it's t- it's t- ten pounds more than they're reporting it essentially. Gotcha. So the website's saying it's twenty five quid, but so on some flights apparently it's being thirty five. But then to be fair, if it says from, and you see they keep. This is the only thing that everybody's sort of like. Oh no, well that's you know you, you get what I call the nasal brigade where they're saying oh well this is not on you know you can't really do things like, things like that. But uh, it's still cheaper than virtually every single other airline. Oh yeah. Even if you add those additional fees, so. You know, just like put up or shut up, really. Pay anyway, money. you can tell I'm going on a Ryanair flight tomorrow, can't you? <laughs> I mean, there are other there are other other fantastic regional airlines in the UK that you can use. Well, that's isn't true, there, isn't there, Stuart? 
yeah, he doesn't know of any, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, 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 a, a lot of pilots. He, uh, uh, I noticed. Um, I think. I think when we were talking to, to. Um, did did he? Met, I'm sure he said it in in his MPE one. You know that first thing that the the um, what's his name? Forgotten his name. That's awful, Pilot Pip. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. Yes, Pip. <laughs> the legend that Who? is Pip. Never heard of him. No, I know. I know. Didn't he do? Um, didn't he do uh, a flight with Ryan? Aren't they doing positioning flights or something? Like yes. Yeah. They get from yeah. one side yeah. to the other, and they're now using the low cost airlines, EasyJet and Ryanair, and, and all that kind of thing. To, with to with the positioning it. flights that you have, Stuart, do do the do you use your own airline, or do your airline put you on other airlines? No, they yeah. put us on other flights. Yeah, oh, right, EasyJet. Okay. Um, I haven't been on a Ryanair. KLM. Yeah. 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 yeah Normally just whoever else is flying that route and is quickest. Yeah. Okay. True. true, true, true. So moving on to the next story. And uh, uh, Steph, um, do, you want, do you want to take this one? I would be happy to take this one. This Bit of a smelly story. Oh, dear. Yeah. This one's from uh, Newsweek, <laughs> newsweek.com. The headline is, Smelly airline passenger forces emergency landing as fellow travelers vomit and faint. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Uh, so, a passenger jet was forced into an emergency landing on Tuesday as panicked travelers fainted in their seats and vomited in the aisles. <laughs> Although it may sound like the opening oh. scene of an apocalyptic pandemic movie, the emergency landing was actually forced by a passenger who smelled as if he hadn't washed for several weeks, oh, the dang. Dutch newspaper <laughs> De Telegraph reported. The Dutch Transavia uh, Airlines flight was heading to Amsterdam from the Spanish island of Gran Canaria off the coast of northwest Africa. But before it got there, passengers began to gag and became violently ill. Ew. <laughs> From the moment he stepped on the aisle, people began to scream and dived into their bags looking for handkerchiefs to keep in front of them. Passenger Piet van Hot told the Telegraph. Uh, cabin crew tried in vain to cover the stench with perfume. I bet that made it smell all so much better. Uh, but nothing could mask it. <laughs> van Hout uh, explained to Belgian news website VRT. It was such a huge stench. The smell made me think that the man hadn't washed for weeks. Aww. The crew eventually moved the man to sit in the toilet at the back of the plane to try and protect his fellow passengers from the smell. However, even that wasn't enough, forcing the pilots to make an emergency landing in Faro, Portugal. Wow. The man was then handed over to a waiting ambulance and medical team before the flight continued on to its <sighs> destination. Transavia confirmed that a man had been removed from the flight for medical reasons. <laughs> Uh, medical but reason. it is indeed right that he smelled quite a bit <laughs> right that, <laughs> your weekly news that's that's i mean i i, I know what they mean i know what they mean in they mean though in regard to the the smell because i remember there was um uh the, the I, I did a flight to uh, this is before um my my fear sort of kicked in really and i remember doing a flight all the way to new zealand and we did a uh i think it was a, a stop at kuala lumpur and when we went from kuala lumpur on to then new zealand and it was about i think i think somebody threw up like a little kid basically just threw up right in the oh, aisle yeah. right next to me because that so that that always happens uh, around about sort of two and a half hours before the end of the flight and they, they did they came and cleaned it all up and all that but they tried to mask the smell with you know the eau de toilette the really unpleasant stuff that's in the toilet that you're allowed to well, use you, for well when free. you mix one strong <laughs> yeah. unpleasant stench with another strong yeah. unpleasant indeed or maybe even pleasant stench yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always equal you know something that you want to smell no no indeed yeah. it, uh, oh. no it's just it's just it's just, just awful really it's, it is your worst nightmare isn't it I don't, I, well, well, apparently they made everyone on the plane sick yeah, I, I mean, that must have and been. Apparently, a really... it was so bad they were gonna they were 
supposed to serve food and drink, but they decided not to. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, you just think, you think it's a shame it wasn't... Well, what, is it Emirates, the one with the, uh, the, the shower on board? I mean, yeah. could you not yeah. sort of insist that mm-hmm. he went and had a shower? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> For the sake of everyone else. <laughs> yeah. no. Apparently no shower on this aircraft. Oh, no, not on the 7-3. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, well, right, okay. they show a 7-3. Yeah. I don't know what else they fly, but... Oh Could have doused some bottles of water from the uh, That's emergency true. water yeah, supply yeah, on him or something. Take, take, I mean, with, with put him flights, in the tally, wash him down. With yeah. flights getting ever more longer now, you know, you've got not 17, 18, 19 yeah. hour flights, some of these longer ones now, long haul flights uh, across to to Australia and that, you know, you wouldn't want to be sitting next to someone for that long no. who's got a, no. a slight Actually, I, I went to, to go and see a comedian by the name of Mo Gilligan uh, at the Playhouse. Did he smell? No, he was fine. He okay. smelled very fragrant. Um, but uh, there, there was a gentleman who was the row in front of me and Tom, about five or six seats along. And when he got up to go and get a uh, go and get a drink at half time, it was it was the most awful smell I've ever smelled in my entire life, coming from a human being, uh, and one that one that's capable of washing. I mean, you know, I mean, mm. you, you sort of expect like like little babies to smell unpleasant sometimes, but you know, it just it well, was, yeah. Some people you can look at and you go, mm, you're just yeah. choosing not to. Yeah, you're choosing to be me. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So Indeed. anyway, sorry, this is story stinks. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, oh dear. So Stu, this is uh, this is for you on uh, on aviationpros dot com. Surprise, surprise! It's uh, an Embraer story. Shock. <laughs> so yeah, aviationpros.com. Embraer Legacy 450 sets a transatlantic speed record between the United Ooh. States and Europe. Geneva, Switzerland, May 30th, 2018. Embraer's Legacy 450 medium cabin business jet set a new speed record on a recent flight between Portland, Maine, in the United States, and Farnborough, in the United Wee. Kingdom. According to the U.S. National Aeronautic Association, the record-setting flight occurred on March the 7th with uh, two pilots and two passengers on a ferry flight of Embraer's new Legacy 450 demonstrator, which debuted at the uh, European Business Aviation Conference and Exhibition in Geneva. With new seat designs and the lowest cabin altitude in its class, only 5,800 feet, the flight departed at 9.25 a.m. from Portland International Airport and landed at Farnborough at 8.30 p.m., achieving an average speed of uh, 521.89 miles per hour. And they put that in kilometers as well, 840, just to make it sound bigger. <laughs> the uh, Lexi <laughs> yeah, 450 right. <laughs> landed with fuel reserves in excess of those required for NBA, A, IFR, as well as for critical operations. The flight lasted six hours and five minutes, covering a distance of 2,756 nautical miles. The Legacy 450 has a full range capability of 2,904 nautical miles with four passengers and the IFR reserves, and it can operate at up to Mach 0.83 with an altitude ceiling of 45,000 feet. The aircraft's cabin altitude is the lowest in its class at 5,800 feet. And this is the groovy bit. The aircraft's environmental control system also preserves a sea level cabin altitude while flying under 27,000 feet. And the NAA has confirmed that this flight set a US speed record and the Fédération Aéronautique Internationale, uh, some French one I'm guessing, has certified <laughs> that this flight set a world speed record. Wow. Yeah. I guess, Very cool. I guess, is that uh, Although, 
point eight three. That's a route that not many people go on. Portland to Farnborough. <laughs> well, no, yes, <laughs> yeah, unless you're rich. A, yeah, you can a, afford to fly it's on. It's uh, a minimal route on yeah. the four fifty. Mac point eight three is that? I take it that I'm guessing that's a bit faster than the uh, the one three fives do. Yeah, yeah, ours is a point seven eight. So yeah, point eight three is a, definitely a bit more. But uh, the cabin altitude is quite impressive to maintain. It goes up mm. to what is it? Forty two thousand feet. I said. Yeah, twenty seven hundred or twenty seven thousand fifty feet. As long as they're below that, it's the cabin altitude yeah. is at sea level. Wow, That's sea level pressurization. So and I'm it, thinking that might be a good plane for um, aeromedical stuff. Sure, and at the highest, it only gets up to five thousand eight hundred. So that's still very good. Yeah, ours is normally about eight thousand. Yeah, and even when you when you start a, ra- a rapid rate of descent, three thousand feet a minute, you can uh, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm. so cool. I love it when we've got people that know what I know, they're talking about on the great. show. It's marvellous. <laughs> just, just leave them to get on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so, um, not really. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, trying to get away with it. No, that's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next story is on the traveller.com.au uh, That makes it Australian, no, mate. Good day, mate. And uh, it's a story, actually, that I, I didn't think I'd see not any time soon, but uh, Emirates uh, Airlines to offer premium economy on their new A380s from 2020. Wow. So Emirates is to launch a premium economy class on its aircraft from 2020, according to its president, Tim Clark, which could help the carrier attract more higher spending travellers. Premium economy costs more than economy class tickets, but less than business class. Its introduction by Emirates could increase competitive pressure on rival Gulf airlines, such as Qatar Airways and Etihad Airways. Uh, Premium economy will be on the A380s that Emirates ordered this year, uh, of which the first six will be delivered in 2020. Clark said in a company podcast on its website. You should have come on this one. (laughs) Dubai-based Emirates brought 20 Airbus A320s in January this year, and it has purchase options for an additional 16, which it said would uh, buy. They also said that we will be installing premium economy into those, and it will be an an Emirates premium economy, so it will be special, Clark said in a podcast released uh, this month. Premium economy often includes more legroom and other benefits at a higher cost compared to standard economy class fare, but it's cheaper than business class or first class tickets. Uh, Emirates has considered adding premium economy since at least 2016 as lower oil prices dented Middle East travel demand and the product uh, could woo price-sensitive corporate travellers. In November last year, Emirates introduced uh, new Mercedes-Benz influence first-class private suites on its 777 jets. Uh, I say those at the Dubai Air Show. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the airline last refreshed its uh, of its A380s occurred in March 2017 with a revamp of its onboard bar for first and business class passengers. Uh, the changes included replacing bench seating with chairs and tables and the introduction of soundproof curtains. Hmm. Other airlines that offer premium economy products include all Al, Al- Nippon Airways and Qantas. And British Airways as well. Obviously, never always flies first, not uh, premium. <laughs> uh, here are the typical features that passengers could expect when flying in premium economy. So more legroom is obviously one of the ones that you could uh, get with uh, a pitch of 96.5 centimetres, which is about 5.2 centimetres more than what economy class passengers get on the same flight. Uh, you could uh, also have a wider seat, so going some sort of between 48.3 and 49.5 centimetres wide, uh, which is at least 3.8 centimetres better than long-haul economy class seats. Uh, also, premium economy seats offer uh, footrests and seat Ooh. reclines of about 20 centimetres, giving a slightly flatter lie-down than the best economy seats. 
Uh, dedicated check-in counters as well would be another big thing. And uh, a bigger in-flight entertainment screen. Uh, so that would be quite nice. Oh, and a larger table so you can work on and obviously more room for food. It's all about the food. It's frankly. all about the food, yeah. 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 Uh, it would be interesting to see. I haven't got any pictures of what this could possibly look like, but it will be interesting to see how they um, put a premium economy package together because me and Adrian Meacham flew with Air Canada to Pittsburgh. Um, the, yes, the you air did, show last you? Yeah. year, and we yeah, flew premium, uh, premium economy with uh, with Air Canada, and it w- it was a lot different. You know, the seats were different, the screen, everything was different to the economy who were sitting behind us. Um, but it <laughs> Don't was make it sound quite I know, so common. I know. But it, <laughs> it was it was you know there, there is a, there is a big quite a big difference between you know the premium economy and economy on on most airlines. But um, given the, given the option. You know, it's still cheaper to go economy, unfortunately. It is, yeah, absolutely. And, of course, uh, let's not forget our our Lord and Master, the legend that is Sir Neville of Bounds, has recently just done exactly that to uh, Las Vegas. Yes, he flew... He economy. did. Cattle class yeah. uh, is is one way of describing. I've just looked. I've just looked at myself for the first time in the camera. My yeah. hair is in such I a know. mess. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a premium <laughs> economy still, package, uh, Steph. Premium economy? Yeah, good. I'm trying no. to think if I've ever flown in a premium economy. I, have. I don't think so. I flew to Pittsburgh, and I, I, my flight yeah. to Pittsburgh was premium economy on United. Steph always flies first or business. Well, yeah. course, well it's either economy or business or first. <laughs> if I can't, if I can't uh, figure out how to make it business or first class, I'd, I'd generally just go with economy. Stuart, with the airline you fly for, do you have just all economy or do you have a, a kind of well, divide? We have business and first class seats. Really? Oh, do you? Yeah, oh. but all they do is that they have a different little cover that sits on the back of the seat that says business or first class. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the seats aren't different? Yes. A different so, coloured headrest. So the, oh. diff- the difference is essentially decided by the quality of snack and beverage that's brought round to you, essentially. Is, is yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they do get a hot meal. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. And we free... always hope... Uh, the crew always hope that the business passengers aren't hungry so we can have a hot meal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, get, they get free adult beverages as well uh, in those like cabins. Uh, yeah, I know oh, on our flights they all get free drinks. But yeah, oh. the, the business ah, get well looked oh, after. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. absolutely. Okay, on to the next story. Uh, this is on The Economist, <coughs> theeconomist.com, and the headline is A Hungarian Startup Could Beat Ryanair at Its Own Low Cost Game. Uh, so, uh, Wiz is poised to attack the Irish carrier's strongholds in Western Europe. Oh, this could be quite an exciting story, couldn't it? So just a few hundred metres from Budapest's airport runways, the wails of scorched <laughs> scorched airline passengers echo around an industrial estate, but no real people uh, are being harmed here. Wizz Air, a rapidly growing Hungarian carrier, trains cabin crew and pilots in evacuating its plane safely. Last year, the airline recruited 1,000 new staff, twice as many as the year before. In February, construction work started on a bigger training centre to teach an extra 1,400 cabin crew it will need next year. That's an awful lot of extra cabin crew, isn't it? If anyone uh, will be burned by this expansion, it will be Europe's cheapest airline, Ryanair. 
Over the past two decades, its chief executive, Michael O'Leary, turned the Irish Minow into Europe's biggest carrier by copying the low-cost model of Southwest, an American budget airline. It has long had no-frills rivals such as EasyJet and Norwegian, but these have been uh, able to match Ryanair's low-cost base. Yet after Wizz's first full year of results on the 24th of May, in which it reported record profits, analysts say that Carrier is about to do just that on the basis of costs incurred each available kilometre, a measure that takes into account distance flown. Wizz is now launching an assault on Ryanair's Western European strongholds. Already the biggest airline in, in Eastern Europe, Wizz has aimed to expand across the entire continent since the start, says Joseph Varret, who is the founder and chief executive. Apologies if I've said that wrong. Its first flight from Katowice in Poland to London in May 2004 came just weeks after the hung- Hungary joined the EU, which allowed its airlines to fly anywhere within the bloc. So far, it has focused on flights between uh, Eastern and Western Europe, uh, booming flows of migrants and tourists on these routes have increased uh, its passenger numbers from 14 million in 2014 to over 28 million last year. That's a huge jump, isn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, the, the story goes on, but uh, yeah, basically it's it's massive growth. And I, 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 I don't know, if I were Mr O'Leary, I'd be keeping a very very f- tight eye on proceedings. Mm, I was just looking up some uh, quicks facts on Wiz, because Wiz, um, they're based in Hungary. Um, started in twen- uh, 2003 and uh, at the moment they're seeing quite uh, large revenue and uh, net income. Their net income is uh, 246 million. Really? That was last year, yeah. They're mm. doing really well, Wizard. Um, 96 aircraft in the fleet, 144 destinations and all around Europe. Yeah. And uh, their current fleet is all Airbus, all Airbus. Oh, wow. uh, A320s, A321s they've got. Yeah. And they've also got some uh, tw- uh, A321 Neos on order, which wow. are going to be being delivered next year. Uh, but no, it's good to have some competition, um, especially low-cost competition. Around I mean, here I don't think Europe. they can, you know, they, they physically can't. Surely they can't physically make the flights any cheaper. But I mean, may, maybe what it'll do is drive up standards a little bit. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe that's that's the thing that's going to do. So you know, you fly with one. I mean, and certainly uh, the present that I've got here, that's just on Carlos's camera here. Look, this is uh, uh, this particular company. Uh, thank you very much to Lisa Relief, by the way. That's that's their present for, uh, that they got me when they came back. Uh, that. That company, Jet2, there are doing exactly that, aren't they? And they've had a, a marvellous experience flying with um, flying with with Jet2. Um, and, and in fact, didn't uh, we? Didn't we read a story last week? Didn't we? Where it was they, they'd they'd won the Witch yep, report for best customer service, like in a, just uh, just. And I also work with someone who's just got back from holiday with those last week as well. Yeah. And he also said that he had a fantastic mm. flight. The crew were amazing, yeah. and the service was fa- was. Yeah. Was first class. Yeah, absolutely. With Jet Two, which um, you know, we we did sort of bash Jet Two a bit. Yeah. You know, in previous before. Well, yeah, but, no, um, to be fair, we weren't bashing Jet Two. We just were the stories. Them, <laughs> we were just bashing the morons that were getting drunk yeah, on their aeroplanes, yeah. and that's not really their fault, is it? You know, it's. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Stuart, have you fl- have you flown with Jet Two? Oh, he seems to have disappeared. Yeah, Stuart? I think we lost Stuart. Yeah, Stuart's disappeared. Oh, Stuart's disappeared. Yeah, okay. Okay. It'll, oh, no, here back. he comes. There here he is. Comes. Hello. Sorry, Stuart. Have you, uh, have you flown uh, with hello? Jet 2? Can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can indeed, mate. Yeah. Have you flown yeah. with Jet 2 at all as a passenger? Uh, Jet 2? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I like Jets too. Yeah, I flew with them um, last year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, say we were just saying uh, when you when you dropped off offline there, the cu- couple of uh, people that we know have have been been flying that, and they're saying it's like you know the prices are like they are if you were flying with Ryanair, but you know essentially the customer service experience seems to be a lot better. Yeah, they're all very friendly and uh, quite helpful as well. They've got actually, and they pay to have people in the airport who uh, point you in the right direction and look after you. Yeah. So it's more than just a, a low cost airline jet too. Yeah, they're sort of trying to hmm. sort of give you the give you the low cost, if yeah. you like, with with the with the good old customer service. As I say, I I, th- I see that's where this this whiz and, and wow thing. I think you know, and I, I certainly from knowledge, you know, from what I know about whiz, their um their ability, if you like, to uh, you know, th- they're getting their customer service right. You know, and if they if they're going to do similar prices to Ryanair, I mean, as I say, surely all it's going to do is drive up standards. That's that's what we hope. Oh uh, no! I think it's a race to the bottom, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your bubble burst. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, you know, I, you know, I like my little fluffy world that I, I live in. Things kind of come in spurts. Where what you know, one company, one airline will do a really good job of it for yeah. quite a while, ten minutes, and yeah. then it just falls <laughs> off because yeah, no one true, else yeah. is. I think is doing perhaps it. when you're when you're this way um, in July, Steph, for uh, Farnborough. I think uh-huh. perhaps while you're here, just just have a have a quick flight on a on a Ryanair <gasps> flight. Just Ryanair just go somewhere. Just, yeah, just yeah. Uh, just, to just, just yeah. Do, do, I say, do we do we not like Steph all of a sudden? Is that what's, what's going on? I thought we actually liked Ryanair. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do, but that's only because I'm getting on an aeroplane with them tomorrow. So uh, yeah. Listen, I have I have flown on Allegiant here in the US. Oh, um, the they're a good airline, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? Yeah, I actually had a very nice experience with them, for what it's worth. Yeah, but that was several yeah. years ago at this point. So, well, you know, it's it it it, it can be. I, I, I must admit, as I say, apart from the ones that that put me off flying, uh, and that was just one flight. Um, it, I must admit, I've not really had bad experiences with Ryanair. No, you just, no, no. But then I'm not expecting anything either. I think that's right, half yeah, the trouble. But I mean, it's all about setting your expectations, right? Yeah. I think that's where yeah. you know a lot of these really bad passenger reviews come into play because yeah. people have just ex- set their expectations for something that's yeah. completely unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Uh, not not realistic yeah. in any way. I think the only thing that lets Ryanair down is a priority boarding system, but that is ba- basically down to the airport, not the not the airline, because it's right. it's when they let the passenger through the gate to the aircraft oh, they okay. kind of they kind of just let the whole everyone get on at the same time regardless of whether you're priority boarding or or not so oh the airline doesn't control that no it's, well, it's, it's done at the gate by the airline in the u.s yeah no it's all good so moving on to the Sorry. next story then uh steph yeah so we were talking about upgrades earlier um this is an interesting one from hmm. the breakingnews.ie so i guess an irish uh, site uh the, t- the headline is, Eight of the Most Ridiculous Requests for Airline Upgrades. Uh, so they start off by saying, Even in today's improved economy cabins, air travel can still be a little bit of a chore. How many of us have stepped on board and looked longingly left as business class travelers swan towards their flatbeds and flutes of champagne? Um, I usually just join them. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the ideal is, of course, to, I think they meant to say bag, flag an upgrade at the airport. And although it's much tougher to secure these days, dreams do still come true sometimes. To announce the launch of their new reward credit card, which allows members to choose from upgrades and companion seats <laughs> based on spending. So this is about 
Virgin Airlines is offering um, random passengers the opportunity to shift up a cabin. And apparently they were slow-mo filming their responses and posting them to their Twitter accounts. So I think some of those were quite hilarious if you get a chance to head over there and check those out. Um, so here's, uh, we're going to skip down here because this is the, the fun part of this article. Um, people who have gone to great lengths to try and secure a upgrade at the airport for their flight. Um, so Julie Challenger, who's worked for Virgin Atlantic at London Heathrow for 15 years, shares some of the most outlandish requests that she's heard. Number one, a gentleman requested an upgrade so he wouldn't have to sit next to his wife. That's very. Uh, that's a bit rude. I think that's probably it? just the most common one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's normally what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> number two, a young man hoped he would uh, an upgrade would mend his broken heart after being dumped on his birthday. Oh, that's Aww. just. Sad. I feel I feel very I feel very sorry for it. I don't him. know about, about an upgrade, but maybe a free drink would be. <laughs> yeah, might be the way forward. Yeah. <laughs> number three, a father traveling with his family wanted to be upgraded as his baby was teething and he wanted a good sleep. Needless to say, his wife was not impressed. Number four, a lady asked for an upgrade as she wanted to get to her destination quicker. Um, someone needs to tell her that all the seats go to the same place at the same time. <laughs> you may get off the aircraft maybe a few minutes earlier. Number five, a very famous magician, name not given, offered to perform <laughs> magic tricks for the crew in return for an upgrade. Ah. <laughs> See now, well, I'd have let him do that. For that one. I, I would have let him do that. I have to be honest, yeah. but that's just me. Well, did it depend on how good the magic trick was? Ah, oh, good point. Yes, had they thought yes. of that? Yeah, absolutely. If it's a rubbish rabbit magic trick, then no, you may not. If it's if if you successfully saw one of my cabin crew in half, then yes, you may. Number six. I love number six, Steph. <laughs> number six. A businessman asked for an upgrade as he was in economy, but his boss was in premium. He wanted an upgrade to upper class so that he could wave at his boss from the bar. <laughs> Number seven, one gentleman requested an upgrade so that he could try out the onboard hot tub. The the what now? Yeah, I no. The the onboard hot tub. I don't think there's any onboard hot tubs. I think he's he was confused with private uh, aircraft as opposed to. uh, Hang on, hang on a minute. You can have a hot tub on a private aircraft. Probably. I think I've seen some on some Boeing business jets. Really? Yeah, wow! Be a big business. Jet. I mean, yeah, just like a, a tiny little tub of hot water, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why my, not. My 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 my. Oh, and dear. then finally, number eight, one business businessman requested an upgrade so that he could meet Richard Branson and pitch an idea to him on board. <laughs> wow! Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so, that's a brave what move. is the solution if you're looking for a upgrade? Uh, according to the airline, no matter how much you smile and joke, getting an upgrade is tricky. The best and cheapest way to do it is by saving air miles by frequent flying or spending with a member credit card. And actually, I'll say that. I mean, you know, I have a couple airline credit cards, and that's probably the quickest way to either reward travel, free flights, or upgrades. Um, you know, if you treat that as kind of your, your cash and just pay it off regularly, you can really accrue some miles pretty quickly that, that yeah. do add up and do get you some benefits. So that's generally what I do. Definitely the way forward. Isn't, isn't there like a secret club, Stuart, as a pilot where you can, uh, you know, an airline pilot, you can like be in this club and, and get upgrades whenever you want one? <laughs> well, no, I've never had one. Um, I've, I've heard um, that the cabin crew have told me that they've sometimes um, deliberately boarded late on, on an aircraft and then they've given like a, a box of chocolates or some sweets to the crew and say, yeah. oh, thanks very much. And then they kind of hover 
hoping they get an upgrade and maybe yeah. 50% of the time it works. But um, I, I don't know. I, I've never tried it anything cheeky. I must I've admit- tried a... Charming girls at check-in desks, and that's never right. Worked. Okay, I must admit, I, I, I do know someone who does do. I do know a, a ca- cabin crew who does do exactly that. Will always bribe the cabin crew with chocolates and sweets. Uh, and did they get an upgrade? Uh, I don't think they were necessarily. Didn't get an upgrade, but they got preferential treatment once they were on board, and the occasional uh, curtis, cur, you know, gratuitous beverage uh, of. Uh, so uh, I think it. I think it's well. I think well. Uh, let, let's put it this way. I think it pays to be nice to your cabin crew it in does. general. I, think. I, I can definitely fair, say yeah. it does. It, it always works for me. Yeah. In all the time, all the years that I've flown. Yeah, but you see, you're a man. You're a you're a guy who who is so unbelievable. You don't realise how lucky you are in life. Sometimes, young man, you just like. It's just like it's like the the most you are the, honestly the charm just oozes out of you. It's nauseating. It's physically nauseating. <laughs> when when whenever you go anywhere, it's just like oh. I, sometimes I have to walk away and just like hide because I'm so. It, it's no. It's, it's there, there's honestly there's, there's a way the way that you can talk to the crew and stuff to to uh, to yeah. give you perks. And I I don't know. I just have that that. A t- banter, I should say. Natural it comes, ability. It comes from being a DJ. Um, but no, I, I, you know, it's we, the only upgrade that we ever had was with with Emirates and stuff, and that yeah. was through through asking at the desk. Really? Do you um, actually got an upgrade on Emirates? No, that was ages ago. That, that was that was for the honeymoon. That was years ago. Um, but oh, we, weren't, we, didn't, we weren't doing the show oh, then. Were we? That way, no. you just say you're on honeymoon, and then you get an upgrade. And that, yeah, basically that that's what yeah. happened. Yeah, I'm but, sure no one ever uses that. Yeah, I was going to say, no, and no, unfortunately, no. my next flight. <laughs> but we next. were actually that was actually yeah. real. Yeah, um, I know, but they don't know that. But <laughs> other than that, you know, we, you know, we're lucky now in the, in the, in the way that when we fly long haul, whether it be with BA or Virgin or anyone like that, that we. Obviously, we've got various friends in various places, as as we know, doing yeah. doing the show. But not only that, you know, when we flew BA a few years back to to Oman, and we and we flew in in, uh, in economy, I should say, um, we got talking to one of the the senior purser uh, on the on the aircraft, and she came from Durham, which right. is wow, just about up the road from you. Uh, yeah. three quarters of an hour drive that way. Yeah, and as soon as we up got the road, to- from, yeah. road from me as well. As soon as, we, as soon as we got <laughs> as soon as we got talking to her, you know, we got talking to her and we, and we chatting about various bits and pieces. Next thing you know, the champagne comes out. We have first class amenity kits. We've got um, uh, you know um, uh, pajamas and stuff like that given right. to us, and we got royally looked after for the Did entire you? flight. Wow, uh, get you with all the people looking around us, thinking, "Who the hell are these?" people getting champagne getting all this champagne what's going yeah, on absolutely here. oh well, there we go. It's, no, it's, it's, it's always i think it's always worth just asking i think even though the story the here says you know it's pointless but you know mm. you never know you never know you never you, know you never know it's just yeah I mean, you, tr- you try it every time you go on the flight don't you carlos Let's yes be i know yeah so <laughs> so stuart the next story is is actually featuring this one of these particular types Uh-oh. of aircraft oh dear oh the, right not not yeah, that not, company no not the no, company okay. the type uh huh. What this one? Honeywell Boeing. That's the one. Okay. Uh, Honeywell's Boeing plane testing out new aviation technology. This is on um, Fox News. Um, there's a video here, but maybe I should have watched that. Uh, in Phoenix, uh, one can call this Boeing 757 a test lab in the sky. It is one of many planes that Honeywell has in their fleet, which is based at Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. 
The plans are used to try out new technologies that Honeywell is developing. Sorry, the plane, says uh, their spelling mistake. Uh, everything inside the airline has been stripped out. Instead of seats, there are a number of engineer stations. Technologies being checked out of these test flights could eventually make it onto a commercial flight. As soon as the 757 reaches cruising altitude, engineers in the back of the plane get to work. We can use this aircraft to take just about any product we make up airborne, said test pilot Joe Duval. Get it up into the environment. It's going to be used in for any consumer out there and beat it up or put it through its paces and get it all tested. The plane can be changed or retrofitted to run all sorts of tests on any technology Honeywell is developing. For example, an additional engine mounted on the side of the plane was not used to power the plane, but for testing purposes. So there's a picture beside this with a kind of ugly-looking engine cowling on the uh, top right-hand side of the plane sticking out. Um, but yeah, we can literally accomplish anything because it's what we tile a generic flying test bed, said Duval. The plane is also equipped with Honeywell's new JetWave in-flight Wi-Fi system. Before it made its way to the consumer, the system was tested in the plane all over the world. We're using it today, said Duval. It's on a number of airlines. It works all over the world. It's high-speed broadband Wi-Fi white in any plane we put it on. We've been testing it a number of years, and it's been very successful. Um, I think you guys need that for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Honeywell is also testing weather radar systems as well as something called smart landing and smart runway, which makes sure pilots are taxiing, landing, and taking off where they should be. Uh, that's yeah, one of the big causes of accidents. Uh, Honeywell's officials say it's all about making flying safer and more efficient for everyone. And, yeah, that's it. I was looking at the uh, the pictures. If you go on to Google, you can actually Google the aircraft that um, Honeywell used, the 757. And it's amazing, actually, when you look at it, some of the pictures, some of the stuff they stick on, you can probably see on the screen now, mm. the sort of additional lumps and bumps they stick yeah. on this aircraft to test out, you know, new engines and bits and pieces like that. And um, the actual video, there's, there's the actual video on the website as well, which you can watch. Uh, I think Matt's running it now. There we go. Yeah. That you can see on board the aircraft, and it's quite interesting to see the aircraft stripped out with all the interior um, coverings wow, yeah. taken away, so you can actually see what's see behind the, the gubbings of the, yeah, the heart of the, the, the heart of the machine yeah, itself. Yeah. yeah, bizarre, isn't it? Really clever. But the really actual clever. the actual aircraft itself is uh, N-registered, but it's uh, the actual registration is November seven five seven Hotel Whiskey. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's it's great to see this um, particular. I mean, obviously the the seven five seven is an awesome bit of kit. Mm. I think we all love the seven five. But yeah, um, yeah what a job flying around yeah, testing yeah. stuff uh, on on board there. Well, I don't know. It could be a lot of stuff to go wrong on it as well. To be honest, but yeah. <laughs> He does have a point. He does have a point. <laughs> so moving on well, to... it's just additional okay. technologies, right? It's not the, the aircraft itself. No, no, no. Everything true, else they're testing out. I know, but, it, but so many things can go wrong, so he's... Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys do it for a little... I don't know how you, I, I still don't understand flying. And don't get me started on helicopters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one really understands how those work. No, so. no. They are magical, mythical beasts. That's what they are. So the next story is on the dailypost.co.uk website and uh, the headline on there is the elegant Airbus penthouse cabin offering world above the world. So a master bedroom, lounge and showers 
are among the features on offer for high-flying long-haul passengers. Airbus... Now, I saw this in the show notes. I thought you were going to start showing some uh, extra adult material. Oh, hello. <coughs> so Airbus <coughs> has unveiled its uh, its penthouse-class cabin for high-flyers, complete with holographic globe Holog- master what? bedroom there are actually pictures for this story. Right, okay, uh, holographic yeah. globe uh, master bedroom lounge showers and a conference table is that your subtle way of saying hurry up put the pictures no up? not is really right? airbus <laughs> corporate jets uh, is aiming to elevate the long-haul flight experience for customers with a new luxury concept which aims to go beyond business class initially proposed for the new hcj 330 neo family harmony can also suit other airbus wide bodies such as the acj 350 xwb the Airbus plant at Broughton in Flintshire, here in the UK, assembles the wings for the company's aircraft, uh, with the exception of the Chinese A320s. Long-haul flights provide time for productive work and socialising as well as rest, and the ACJ's Harmony Cabin concept is wonderfully well designed to enable all of these, uh, while bringing the world within a single flight, said uh, ACJ's president, Bino Defrage. So Harmony is a timeless and elegant uh, design concept, because we dare to break the conventions that are traditionally imposed on us as cab designers. Our creativity needs to be unique to fit the needs of our customers as benefits and hosts receiving their guests in the world above the world, he added. Um, holographic globe, that does look really quite interesting actually. So the holographic globe, which shows the aircraft position, initially greets pan- uh, passengers entering uh, the aircraft. Turning left leads to a master bedroom, office and bathroom, while turning right brings travellers into a spacious lounge area with seating grouped around tables that encourage social interaction. Ditch the phones, in other words. Um, (laughs) Good luck with that. I know. Uh, Just beyond the lounge is a conference table, and beyond there are four VIP guest suites, each featuring an office that converts into a bedroom, plus an ensuite bathroom with shower. Seating uh, for support staff and a galley make up the rear of the cabin which can be adapted to serve both private and government customers. Company bosses said all of the culprit jet versions have intercontinental capability with some such as the ACJ330neo and ACJ350xDrive bodied family like WB going beyond to deliver non-stop to the world range. More than 190 Airbus corporate jets are in service on every continent including Antarctica highlighting their versatility Around the clock, around the world. Now, just looking at the pictures there, Matt, on the yes, on here. Yes, no, they, they have seen him. It Don't is. It, it does the look globe nice. Thing looks amazing. Yeah, the globe, the holographic globe, looks awesome. Yeah. I think we definitely need, we need one of those in here. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby steps, please, Carlos. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm still sort of holding everything together with shoestrings at the moment while we're trying to get this. But the sofas look. Uh, sofas look quite there there's, there's your globe thing again. Yeah, I, I do like that. Holographic globe is cool, but really. Do we need that? No. I, I mean, <laughs> no, okay. sometimes... I sometimes it's just because you can. I mean, mm. sometimes a flat screen, um, you know, showing your the position on the wor- yeah. in the world uh, is probably enough, is it not? Uh, you know, I would think so. But maybe they're just trying to do their best to counteract the uh, flat earthers and mm. all their theories. That mm. Right, yeah, yes, yeah. of course, there is you that. You have a flat screen. Yes. You know, flat actually, it does show the uh, trajectory as well, just looking at it closely. Yep. I thought it was oh. just a round globe, but it's actually got the trajectory of the plane. Oh, I see, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's quite cool. That is actually quite cool. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've just... Uh, Kids would love it. 
Yeah, absolutely. As you were saying, yeah, sorry, this, this, uh, I, I hadn't noticed. If you look closely, boys and girls, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, if not, then uh, what, what, what is the story? What is the website on? It's on the dailypost.co.uk, okay, yeah. and the uh, story What is are they searching for? The Elegant Airbus Penthouse so, Cabin. So if you want to have a look at it, but if you look, actually look, you can see the little, little plane, going, the plane sort of showing you as part <laughs> of the hollow. That's, that's, that's quite cool, yeah. All right. Uh, so the geek in me, I'm afraid, uh, Steph, now disagrees with you. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know, you know, we need to do more with holograms. I've decided. Uh, so, do you have do you have any IFE on your your aircraft, Stuart, or is it just uh, you know iPads and whatever? The yeah, no, there's there's brings. no moving maps or entertainment. I'm afraid it's uh, yeah, entertain yourselves. But they're normally quite short flights. I mean, the longest yeah. flights only two hours. Oh, Most right. of them okay. are about yeah. an hour, hour twenty. Yeah. So, yeah. Matt, next story. Is, oh, um, I knew you were going to say that. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the next okay. story, just to get you going, is on the yeah. Bloomberg.com website. Okay, yeah, and it is, oh, it should be one for Nev, but obviously he's not here. And it says, uh, so this, yes, yeah, so it's on the Bloomberg.com website, and the headline is, BA said to, sus- said to suspend A380 talks in test to, to new, what, hang on, to suspend A380 talks in test to new Airbus sales chief. Ooh. I say, bit of politics. Uh, so, uh, British Airways owner owner IAGSA has suspended negotiations with Airbus SE over a possible deal for an additional A380 super jumbos, mm. a potential setback for the already struggling program. And Airbus's new sales chief, according to people familiar with the matter, the carrier had been weighing an order of uh, for close of ten of the double decker. Uh, uh, Devil Deckers, sorry, after Airbus managed to secure a, a critical flow-on deal earlier this year from Emirates, the plane's biggest customer. Um, the, so the discussions have been uh, put on hold amid IAG's frustration with Airbus, in particularly delivery delays on the A320neo narrowbody, the, the people have said. Talks may still be revi- revived at a later stage, one of the people said. Well, let, let's be honest, that's not likely going to happen, is it? They're going to look for a different aircraft, aren't they, I suppose? Uh, for new Airbus sales, uh, Chief Eric Schultz said the development is uh, an early test of his ability to replicate the success of his predecessor John Leary who retired in February after more than two decades and more than a trillion dollars in sales. The sales shake up at Airbus and its strained bargaining position on the A320 uh, A380 sorry has given BA parent IAG an opportunity to play the European manufacturer against its arch rival Boeing. So uh, a spokesman for the IAG declined to comment when contacted. A spokesman for Airbus declined to comment on on confidential talks with customers. IAG Chief Executive Officer Willie Walsh has already come down on Airbus since Schultz took over, saying publicly that the plane maker needed to be more aggressive on A380 pricing. Earlier this month, he took another swipe at to lose France-based manufacturer telling analysts that talks on a separate wide-body deal for IAG's new discount long-haul operation was looking particularly positive for Boeing. We continue to be in dialogue with Boeing and Airbus on wide-body aircraft, Walsh said at IAG's first quarter earnings on May the 4th. Uh, we found them uh, we, we found them that's Boeing uh, to be particularly constructive oh dear, in the dialogue between having them late. Oh dear. 
Yeah, but uh, BA were originally they were going to have some more of these three uh, eighties and stuff, right. um, some brand new ones. But they were looking at possibly buying aftermarket to you know really? um, second hand um, A 380s But yeah, just looking on their site and that, and they have they have mm. they're definitely not definitely not ordering any more A380s. They're yeah. going to stick with the 12. They've, they've got 12 in their fleet, mm. BA have. But the there is some... I don't know quite... I mean, I, I guess it's because it's four engines and, and not mm. efficient and all that. Well, I, you know, but there, there is something quite magical about the A380. <laughs> yeah. No? Just yeah. Yeah. Anybody no. else been on an A380, Stu? Have you been on an A380? Yeah, yeah. No, I've been on an A380, yeah. Good plane. Yeah. Um, I think BA, they will eventually get them again. And I think this is just their stalling for right. a bit yeah. of business clout with right. the new, new sales director. Yeah. But um, Give me a bit in the of future, discount, because of the slot constraints at Heathrow, yeah. and there's no third runway for a while, mm. they're going to have to get them in the next five years. True. Because they're just running out. They're just running mm. out of capacity, essentially. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. So the list, uh, say the list price on those is $446 million. Wow. Uh, list price. So list price. List price. Who pays yeah, list price? Yeah, no one plays list <laughs> price. Has anybody ever paid list price? <laughs> Don't Only know if you're a rich. Sucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, we'll never know. No, well, no, yeah. this is true. This is true. Indeed. I guess oh, that's the other thing. They're probably they're stalling it because they're probably saying they want the same price that Emirates paid. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Emirates have had a lot more. To be yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. They've still they? got loads yeah. on order as well. Don't forget, yeah. Emirates have got that big order with mm. uh, with um, Airbus for all those new shiny new mm. A380s that are coming online later this year. So, yeah, indeed. Uh, uh, what is it? A- Andrew Wilson in the chat room here. He's saying that um, I always thought the A380 was a good choice for BA since they are slot limited at Heathrow, which is what Stuart was yep. saying here. Yep. And Nev's been uh, chipping in, sort of saying that uh, it would be Andrew, but I don't think they're getting the load factors they need in business class to make it viable, which is a good point. Um, yeah. So you can always rely if on Boeing's, the. Li- if Boeing's being more constructive in dialogue, then maybe they should take another look at the 74. So. Ooh. What are you? No, do, just, do they still yeah. make the seven four? Yeah, the dash eight, the newest, the new dash eight is yeah. obviously very much still in in production. Okay, um, but it's not been taken. You know, it's not been as as popular. Yeah. The passenger version. Yeah, anyway. The passenger yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. Which but the, the, the twin engine large narrow bodies are more efficient, aren't they? Oh, so sure. Yeah, seven, like the seven eight seven eight seven. So you could run two of them at the cost of a Dreamliner uh, of a seven four. R- yeah, yeah, exactly. True. true. Well, there we are. Okay. Yes. Well done, everyone. <laughs> I was actually trying to find out how, quite how many of those are on order with um, with Emirates, but it, I just can't find the info on here at the moment. But well, so I, I think they ordered another thirty, haven't they? Oh, thirty. Is that they can carry on production for another? Yeah. Um, five yeah. years. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, delivery starting in twenty twenty. Yeah, for the new ones. So, mm. so moving on to the next story, and uh, Doctor Steph. Yep. Uh, so this is from Flight Global. FlightGlobal.com. Uh, we, uh, we like Flight Global. Is it? What's that? We like Flight Global. It's an actual uh, accredited uh, aviation news source. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> headline is JetGo enters administration, oh. suspends scheduled flights. Regional carrier JetGo Australia has suspended scheduled services after entering voluntary administration on the 1st of June. A statement from administrators Jonathan McLeod and Bill Karagosis says that the carrier will continue to operate limited charter services while scheduled services will be suspended for the duration of the administration period. There has been no indication of how much creditors are owed, with further details expected to be released at a later time. Flight global schedules show that, at the time it entered administration, JetGo was operating flights from Brisbane and Melbourne to regional centers in New South Wales and Queensland. It had also planned to launch flights from Brisbane to Caratha 
in August with the intention of extending those to Singapore in the future under an agreement with the city of Karafa. Its fleet consists of two Embraer ERJ-135s, two ERJ-140s, and one ERJ-145. Fleet flights analyzer showed that uh, four of these jets are owned by the airline, while the ERJ-145 is leased from Regional 1. JetGo had also been due to take delivery of an E-190 in July that was to be used on the uh, Karatha services, but that now appears unlikely. Uh, the privately owned carrier had reportedly been banking on an equity infusion by a new investor, but it appears that that did not eventuate. Managing Director Paul Broderick uh, had previously told staff in an email that it was working with consultants on ways to boost its cash flow in the absence of the new investment. So, more airlines with money problems. Sounds like right. maybe not quite as well, much as was indeed. But Air India, but yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Pretty small operation going on there. They had five aircraft. Yeah, I was just looking up JetGo. They only started actually in 20, uh, 2011 um, operations. So quite a young. Yeah, not been going long. Not been they? going long. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's it's a shame, obviously that the mm. but obviously the model hasn't worked, doesn't it? Has it? That's that's what it sort no. of boils down to. Well, I was a bit gutted to see this story because uh, they were actually uh, advertising for Embraer pilots, and I was oh. thinking about putting an application in soon. Oh, right, yeah, may ah. maybe don't. Uh, <laughs> not a good <laughs> idea. Not, not right now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think you may be a bit disappointed. Well, one of the operators that was uh, giving uh, Australian visas. Oh wow! Okay. So they've reduced the the, the restrictions. So you, uh, one of the few places, one of the few ways you can get a visa for Australia. Mm. Was was going with it? Well, not now, I assume. <laughs> no, not now. No. Probably not. Indeed, yeah. it's probably unlikely. Yeah. Just looking at some of the destinations they go to in in New South Wales, and they go to Wagga Wagga. Yeah. P pardon. Wollongong. Wagga Wagga. <laughs> and Wollongong. Oh dear. And and Dubbo. They still make quite a, a good, reasonable return on charter flights, though, because they do a lot of the mining flights. Those are oh, mining okay. destinations. They're not your holiday destinations. No. Mm. No. 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 Gotcha. No. So the last story then, and Stuart, this uh, yeah, this one's another another toilet-based story then. Oh dear, Is it? which <laughs> one's this one? The oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, American Airlines debuts tiny bathrooms. This one? Oh, dear. that's it. That's that the one. Worrying. <laughs> so, uh, what is this website? Con two. Okay, H O. It's Honolulu. No, it's it yeah, yeah, it's a uh, to, to, to be honest with you, Stuart, sometimes it pays not to ask where, Stuart, where, where Carlos got the story from in the first place. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, this is a local news. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Uh, Steph knows, Steph knows. I, I do worry about okay. where he goes for his news stories sometimes, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, so this is all about the toilets on uh, American Airlines. First the seats, or should I say water closets for the, for the Americans. Um, first the seats, then the overhead bins. Now an airline is shrinking something else on board its planes, the bathrooms. American Airlines has debuted a tiny new restroom that is just 24 inches wide. <laughs> it's two feet. Two feet. But, oh, that's most of us out, isn't it? Um, the airline has received complaints from travel bloggers, consumer advocates, and even flight attendants, but to no avail. The restrooms are installed on the new Boeing 737 MAX airplanes. American is also planning to decrease the front-to-back space between some of its economy class seats by another two inches. The new Max Jets will have 172 seats, American said, compared to 160 on its existing 7378s. While his new single aircraft will go into use later this year and will primarily be flown on routes in North America. 
I was just trying to sit here and think wow. how wide 24 inches is for a bathroom. Not very. That's not very yeah. wide. No. no I, I think I've been no. in porta potties that are wider than 24 inches. Wow. I was going to say that the, yeah. the, the, the toilet in your caravan, Matt, is. Um, the toilet that's bigger you, than that. The, the toilet in my caravan is awesome. It's it means oh, no. it means you don't have to go outside in the dark, which is my my favourite thing not to do, frankly. But uh, twenty four anyway. inch wide yeah. bar. I mean, indeed. Yeah. Well, there we are. That, that I, suppose, <laughs> I suppose if you're only on a short internal flight that's only about you know an hour, an hour or half an hour or forty five minutes long, mm. then that's not really much of a problem, really. But. No. Um, no, well, no, it is, because if you need to use the toilet, you need to be to get in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, given the sizes that you've mentioned, you know, I- I'm the first to admit that I'm a rather rotund gentleman. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, 24 inches doesn't sound like an, like, I don't know if I'll be able to get my it calf doesn't. in. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to get well, a leg in there, to be fair. I mean, Steph will be all right, because there's nothing to her. <laughs> yeah, but that's still not going. I mean, and I'm thinking, you know, so these are going to be the 737 MAX airplanes. You're talking about short flights, an hour and a half two hours i bet they'll use them on longer routes than that mm-hmm. um certainly mm, dear. I think, uh, I'm, Matt, I'm, you're gonna have to take the tape measure on your ryanair flight and measure the ryanair toilet for the listeners for next week i'm not sure mm. i want to take a toilet i don't want to, i'm not sure i want to take a tape measure into the toilet with me either it's going to open a whole other can of uh, worms I, I, I i'm just i'm just thinking back to all the cozy flights i've had with stuart on the 150 there's no toilet on there. Uh, no, there's no <laughs> yeah, toilet on there. You get me worried then. I'm thinking there's <laughs> yeah, no toilet. Yeah, because like, no. what's going on now? Yeah, absolutely. Have you been going to the toilet? No, no, no. Not when I've been flying with no, Stuart. No, okay, no, no. no. Yeah. But it is, it is co- it's definitely cosy, um, yeah. narrow, I mm. should say, that uh, the that cockpit yeah. on the Cessna 150. But um, That is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the 150 is two inches shorter than the 152. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, indeed. So that was the last story in the commercial news segment okay. this week. Everything's held up, Matt. You know, oh, the studio, well, we haven't finished yet. The what studio's, the studio's still in one piece. It's yeah, it is, absolutely. It's all yes. still here. It is. Yeah. So we have got, uh, coming up for you right now, though, we have got a very special little piece that uh, Nev has put yeah, together. He is in the chat room still as well, I noticed, absolutely. Oh, he must be stewed. You must be so tired. tired. Go to bed. Um, <laughs> but for those of you who uh, obviously uh, listen to the show you'll know that last weekend me and nev went over to bruntingthorpe to the uh, to the open day there and uh, we had a really great day and like i said before the weather was great there were some awesome jets mm. there some real real awesome jets but we also got a chance to meet lots of really really cool people honestly matt you couldn't really? they were so generous with their time oh, the pilots and all you know all the people who were uh, um because they have one again in, in august don't they yeah they do yeah. in august there's no yeah. one in august maybe, maybe i should try and get i think jonathan warner is going to be going to that one okay. again um, okay. But it was. Well, if there's anybody you, you missed, perhaps you should give me a <laughs> one of one of the actual one of the highlights that you'll see in this quick video that yep. uh, Nev's put together is that um, not only did they have the kind of fighter jets like the the uh, the, you know, the Jaguar, uh, the Lightning, and all the various sort of um, Cold War jets, fighter jets, they also had a a fully functioning Comet. Oh, wow. um, which most of you will know was a passenger jet uh, here in the kind of 50s and 60s. Very, very popular, iconic jet, the mm-hmm. Comet. Uh, but they had one of those doing a fast taxi run, which you'll see in the, in the video. Mm. Should um, we run the video? And then should we'll we run the video? Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. talk about it afterwards. Here we go. So we enjoy this.
If you're listening to this on the podcast, take yourself to www.youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Plain Talking UK and you can watch the video that's going out now. say it again that is one nice muff right there i know just get all the muff <laughs> jokes out of the way while we're here oh, oh, it's dear. longer than i expected yeah absolutely we, we, we've been behaving <laughs> well ourselves yeah, it's, uh, it, and, and as i say that really is just a little taster of some of the What's great interviews that are yeah. coming up uh, in the in the coming weeks but uh, yeah it's uh, well, we're going to wait until nev is back i think before we start yeah. sharing those with you but, i have so. to just point out as well make a note of just saying a, a huge 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 massive thanks to nev Obviously, Nev was with me last week, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know that that camera, what Nev's got, is absolutely astounding. Mm. The, the quality when we when we He's play back the interviews yeah. and stuff, the quality is just it's it's eye watering. Yeah, it is the quality, absolutely. but um, yeah. but no, we we did have a, we had a really good time with the guys there. Uh, do you know the thing I'm most excited about? The fact that officially my days of needing to do lots of video editing are I done. That Nev's got it all sorted now. I'm fine. Actually, do you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt? You'll absolutely. be you'll be impressed with this. Do you know one of the first places where Nev headed to when we got there? At the ice cream stall, I hope. No, no, oh, oh. no. The the commentators' box. Oh, really? And Nev Nev was inspecting his audio equipment. Of course, absolutely. And, uh, As Nev, you do. Yeah. Nev, Nev was. He was quite taken back, I think, with the um, standard of, uh, of equipment there. In a good way, or in a, a sort of rhetoric, sort of you know, in retro, a retro kind way. Of retro in a retro way. way. Okay, yes. No, <laughs> fair enough. Yes, it's all right. It's all part of the fun. I mean, you know, it's uh, uh, we've only just sort of upgraded massively, to be fair. And that and that yeah, again has yeah. been thanks to the legend that is Sir Neville of Bounds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so that that really is a slightly shorter than usual show, I'm afraid, this week. Mainly my fault because of. Uh, technical glitches here in the new studio but i'm pleased to say that now we have it working it is working absolutely beautifully so uh, there's a wi-fi cam working now uh, right. the wi-fi cam can be made to, if you just give me a moment uh, you i'll know, give you a moment yeah absolutely so uh, so steph what have you got uh, f- uh, up and coming in the in the uh, the, the when's the next coming? apg oh that's a good question i was actually thinking about that and looking at the calendar <laughs> i know we decided and i've forgotten but i think i put it on my calendar so Oh, what did we say? It's sometime next week. Yep. <laughs> sometime no, next week. That's really helpful. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, sometime in the middle of the week, I think. So, yeah. and Stu, we were saying that you're you're obviously in uh, Sweden at the moment. So, uh, are you just yep. on a temporary layer? Were you supposed to be there? Is it just just something went horribly yeah, yeah. wrong? No, it's not a broken plane or anything. Nope. I'm I'm meant to be here for the week, mm. and uh, yeah, uh, it's quite adventure really. It's nice to be here when the weather's good. It's thirty yeah. degrees and sunny and. Yeah, so, the only I, problem is pints cost ten pounds. How much? And, yeah, 
10 pounds for a pint. 10 pounds for a pint. pint. (laughs) And uh, I've been getting up most days at 3am. But apart from that. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah, well, well, I I know, absolutely. So are you temporarily based uh, there just for the week, literally? Yeah, for this week. Um, I'll be back again, actually, in a a few more weeks. Uh, Normally, we've got um, some crew that are based out here for several months at Mm. a time. Um, but they're just well, we're short crude everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. And well, I don't think you're the only airline that are experiencing exactly that as well, are you? It's like you know, there's sort of shortages all over the place now. The summer schedules have all kicked in. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. So Carlos is currently holding our wireless camera. We've got a fancy wireless camera that we've we've also invested in. So he's going to give you a very quick guided tour of the studio. So uh, here we go. There you are. So that's the wireless thing. Now, obviously, all the cables will be tidied up. This is just because it was all a bit of a mad dish. It was a lot tidier than this, and then obviously I had to try and get the thing to work. So, uh, so yeah. So this is our new home. So if you uh, up on the wall above our uh, TV here, you can probably see. There we are. Look, that is our marvelous gift that was given to us by the legend that is the airline pilot guy crew uh, from the lovely Sir Captain Jeff and all that lot. Uh, it is just uh, it, it's a perfect addition to our studio. That would be me. Hello, hi everyone. Uh, and uh, over there is where Carlos sits. So to hear this, this is this is the wonderful gift from the legend that is Sir Neville of Bounds. Uh, this is the amazing Soundcraft sound desk that we're now using, and it's it makes life so easy for me because I can literally. Uh, bring down all the faders I can shut up Carlos which is marvellous uh, when he's doing my head in uh, and uh, also so just to, to have the control so it, it, it's oh, I love it I just can't it's wait just to be here. in here yeah no no don't, don't show them down there that bit that bit is only temporary that's that was just like because we were trying to get in here I was determined to get on airline you know get online in here today so uh, yeah that's uh, that is uh, that is the new studio. We are officially here, and I am pleased to say that next week, I believe, unless plans have changed un- unexpectedly, uh, that our guest in the studio next week uh, will be Armando is coming to join us in the studio live. All being well, Woo-hoo. so uh, oh, very for, nice. Yeah, very much looking forward, looking forward to that. To so he, him on the show. Uh, he will he will officially be our first studio guest, and then I I just can't wait for Nev to come and have a look at it. Frankly, I'm I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that we're in here and we've done a show from in oh, here. No. Yeah, we started an hour and a half late, but nevertheless, we're nevertheless, in here. We're here. <laughs> I know. It's, it's and it's well, Liz in the, in the chat room did remind me for those who are wondering about Airline Pilot Guy next week. Ah, yes. It's probably going to be earlier in the day. Okay. Uh, I think on Thursday. Okay. She reminded me that I have a meeting that day, which is also somehow not on my calendar anymore. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> but it hasn't changed, so um, oh, yeah, course, I forgot. For, for that. I think probably Thursday the 5th. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not, that's the wrong yeah. date, I'm looking at the wrong, Thursday the 7th, does that sound right? Yeah, Thursday yeah, the 7th, yeah. um, probably earlier in the day than usual for us, okay. so might be good for, might be good for us, Europe yeah, land. absolutely, yeah. yeah, indeed, and yeah, Armando has just confirmed that he will be here next week, so what, it's the Saturday, isn't it, we're doing, because you're doing yeah. something on the Friday, aren't uh, you? Yeah, I think so. I think it was yeah, you're busy on the Saturday. Yeah, I think that's why we ended up doing doing the Saturday show, as it were. Uh, but uh, yes, so uh, that is, uh, for, as I say, slightly shorter than usual. So apologies for that. Uh, but uh, we are here. We are in the new studio. I can't believe yeah, we've Saturday. I've got it. a gig on Saturday night. Next yes. Saturday, the ninth. Have you? Hmm? Yeah. Oh. I have got an anniversary disco then. at Ringsfield Village Hall. Have you? Okay. Yeah. I'm getting you in a muddle then. 
Okay. All right. Well, we'll work out what it what, what it was. I'm sure there was a reason. Oh, we, oh, well, perhaps we're not. Perhaps we're doing it on Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. Friday. I don't know. We better find out from Armando. Armando, I need a chat with you. It seems. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and do a disco in the new studio. At the yeah. Same time. No, we're not doing a disco in the new yeah. studio. No, be no, a cozy no. disco. It'd be very cozy. Very be quite, cozy it's disco. quite warm in, with yeah. just us in here. So, uh, you know, yeah. we, we need to work on the. Um, uh, yeah, we air need conditioning. To. Oh no, he's he'll be here Friday. That's fine. It's yeah. just me being a muppet. There's a shock. Whew. Okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, right. So uh, just just before we go, we're going to uh, say a big thanks uh, to Definitely. Dr. Steph and yeah. Stuart. And as well. thank, thank you, thank every you uh, thank you guys for being so patient uh, yeah. while I was having my technical nightmare. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. It's always yeah. fun to do a show with you guys. So and yeah, also no not forgetting all the lovely guys and girls in the chat room. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us on yeah. this Sunday. I, I, we're going to let you get back to your Sunday mm. roasts because yeah. I'm sure most of you will have a nice roast chicken or something going on Indeed. or roast oh, beef mm. or something. Oh, God, mm. I'm feeling hungry now. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, seriously, guys, uh, Neil Landward made a good point in the chat room here. Definitely need some pictures on that wall. Yeah. Uh, if anybody's got any nice pictures of planes and, and things, uh, ideally, uh, what I the first thing that I'm desperate for, if anybody's got a really nice and I mean really nice picture of a TriStar L1011 <laughs> just to keep him over Woo-hoo! there happy uh, that would be great uh, but, I have many but uh-huh. seriously a great no, ones that actually yeah. I was thinking about while we were talk, 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 uh, yeah. doing the show a minute ago yeah, and yeah. stuff like that you know we've got this this model here yeah and I've got my Ryanair one I thought door, yeah. on top here this is a bit of a yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's fine have yeah. sort of little, oh, oh. oh no Oh, honestly, he's broken. If you break it, the seven fives has gone for a tumble. Oh dear, it's upside down. Is it's it supposed down. to? Is it, will it fly like that? I, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh dear. It's a, it's a seven five. <laughs> yeah, it's bulletproof. It's, all, it's bulletproof. It's seven I five. I don't like a seven five. That's what it is, mate. <laughs> Can you read the box? Honestly. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. So uh, where where are you off to quickly this week, Stuart? Anywhere nice? Anywhere mm. uh, exciting? Oh, he says. Oh. Um, where am I going? Uh, Karlstad, Young Shopping, Frankfurt. Uh, Young Shopping, Young Shopping Frankfurt. Yeah, I'm back here again in a week's time. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm doing an exciting one. I'm doing a, a, the Pyrenees at the end of the month. Ooh. That's a new one. A charter flight. Yeah, from East Mids to the Pyrenees. So that'll be interesting. Oh, Neil Lamwan's got a nice picture of the TriStar that he's going to send to us if we give him an address. So uh, li- Richard li- King has got a nice picture of himself. Right. Uh, okay, so. yeah. All right, yeah. that's not really what I was going for, but if you like, perhaps uh, we could we could have a montage. We could have a montage listeners. on the door of of people who've been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah or like yeah. meetups and things like that. You should put photos from. Yeah, good idea. Carlos, yeah, good you're, idea. Carlos, that's you're in big trouble, by the way. I've just had a text message from Lee Hall, who was the guy who was here helping me with the studio along with Stuart before you got here, and you said he better not have broken the seven five. Oh, you better check. I better check. <laughs> yeah, you better, better check. check. Otherwise, you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, anyway, none of, none of the models from the restaurant are going to end up there, are they? I hope. No, well, well uh, that would be quite nice. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Stuart's saying, are any of the models from the restaurant going to end up here? Is there <laughs> any? Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna to have to get yourself a TriStar L1011, aren't you? Or have you got one at home? I've got, I've got, one at home. You've got a few. Can, can one come and live in the studio? What in the models? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, this is really quite a dull conversation. So uh, we're going to finish things up here. But so we're going to say a massive thanks then to everyone who's joined us. Not forgetting all the people who download the show through the yep. audio versions as well. Very because much. Because so. yep. we obviously appreciate you guys listening Very to the show. So, yeah, absolutely. And that. Uh, but that is it for episode number two hundred and nineteen of the Plain wow. Talking UK podcast. And don't forget, catch us back again next Friday, where we'll be yep. back on air yep. again. Normal next time. Friday. 7 Normal PM. time. Yep. Seven p.m. And we'll have 
have hopefully have Armando sitting here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that'd be awesome. So looking forward to that. So we better say goodbye then. We had yeah. So from all of us here in the studio and around the world, Bye. take care, Bye. everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.